2: Hello? hi everybody welcome to the john and steve experience thank you for having us <laughs> that's steve patterson over there
3: hi
2: i'm donna valentine hey that's Mac don mclean hey hey girl hey, girl, hey. guys hmm. if you were really getting into jeopardy i got some news <gasps> oh, oh. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Just oh, no. two days after claiming the second longest Jeopardy winning streak ever, <sighs> Amy Schneider's run has ended.
3: Right after she toppled I James Holzhauer. Holzh- yeah. Holzhauer. Holzhauer. How many did she do? 40?
2: Yeah. That's yep. a lot. Wow. She did forty, she amassed one million three hundred and eighty two thousand eight hundred dollars. Okay. So she now ranks fourth all time on Jeopardy, their you know, money list behind mm-hmm. Ken Jennings and then James and then Matt Amadio.
3: Well, here's the good thing. Those earnings are not over because now she If she's smart, she'll turn this into a speaking circuit situation where she goes around and talks about her time on Jeopardy. Yeah, not even side hustle, front hustle. That's going to be the front hustle for her if she does it right. Wonder what she does for a living. (laughs) Donna. Very topical. Nice. (laughs) That's good. I didn't watch any of her run. I have to tell you, since James Halshauer lost, I haven't really watched.
2: Well, don't worry about it because okay. um, everybody else has. It looks like, let's see, they averaged 11 million daily viewers the week of January 10th. Whoa. And wow. is at 9.4 million for the season, which makes it the most watched entertainment program in same day viewership in wow. any day part for 2021 and 2022. Wow!
3: Amazing,
0: right? So I it's know. like a
3: daytime TV record. That's incredible. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, you know, by the way, remember we were talking about the I was lauding the NFL playoffs from over the weekend. Yeah, and how down to the wire they all were. It was incredible. How about this? Just to show you, like, how transcendent those sort of uh, uh, viewing events are. Thirty million for their early Saturday game. It was like thirty-six million viewers for the late Saturday game, thirty-six million for the early Sunday game, and then over forty million at one time peaking. Forty. These are the average viewers. To at one wow. time, the uh, Buffalo Bills Kansas City Chiefs playoff game last weekend, which was one of the craziest endings of all time, uh, at its peak at over fifty million viewers.
2: Wow! It that's is just that's-
3: it's unbelievable. Well, that's that that a- many people watch.
2: That's why uh, you know it's like the mafia over there, huh? What? Oh, <laughs> uh,
3: what? She has to get one of these, in or else she's swimming with the fishes. Go ahead, tell us I'm how. I'm
2: just tell saying, us about the mafia. like yeah. the NFL is. I mean,
3: what let, are you getting? at, I Donna? saw
2: the movie Concussion, and it really oh, left a bad taste in my mouth. Me too. Oh. You know, it's, it's like they, it's all about the money. Doesn't matter how you know.
3: Can I ask this though? Is. All right, but what about, just to play devil's advocate, I heard somebody talking about this yesterday. Do you feel that way about the beer and wine industry? How so? It's killing more people than football. And they're marketing, and they're have fun, let loose. I heard somebody talking about that, and then I had this, I thought, there's almost like this interesting righteous indignation about it because of concussions and what we've learned, how it impacts players. And somebody was hypothetically tossing out, like, what if football wasn't around? And so it was an interesting listen. Um, but then I thought, we don't have this sort of, like, defense mechanism about other things.
2: Well, we do, like, about cigarette smoking. It's it's all about hiding information where I have a problem.
3: Okay. Like, at least okay. a
2: cigarette pack came with a big warning on it, eventually. Yeah. I, and know? then people
3: just kept smoking, too. Yeah. This product may cause cancer.
2: Yeah. Anyway, carry on with your football story.
3: I just think it's amazing how how many people tuned in. I mean, when what was the last television show that had 50 million viewers? Non-Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, like if you're a hit show on CBS, you've got 15 million, maybe 20 million. American Idol, back in the day, would have 30 or 40 million viewers in like the Kelly Clarkson sure. time. But anyway, just crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> By the way, uh, another sporting um, event that is coming—the Olympics, the Winter Olympics—are coming to Beijing. I'm I'm excited for these. I'm excited. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean in to the Olympics. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna lean in. I don't know what the time difference is. It's probably gonna suck, but I'm gonna watch it. I wanna I wanna have my kids watch it. I want us to sit around and you know it feels kind of fun when you go full tilt on the Olympics. Yes, I don't know. Yes. Right. When you're there in the broadcast you're like, center, I know
1: everything, and, all the scores. I, yes. We're moving on now to
2: slalom skiing
3: yes oh my gosh well uh i want to see
2: the jamaican bobsled team
3: and they're back for the first time in more than two decades they uh china put out a song called join us in winter Mm. and the internet thinks it's a little cringy here's a little bit of what it sounds like
0: looking forward to a land of ice and snow we dream to see the graceful great wall. The
3: graceful great wall.
0: Come on, keep on trying. Time for us to shine
3: Come on, keep on trying. Hello,
0: hello, hello. Hello. Hello, hello. fans, the mountains, painting winter <laughs> calendar. Thoughts? And, and I mean, so I, so I, it's a little
2: too on point. <laughs>
3: And then there's, there's like a rapper that comes in, in the middle and then two rappers and it just, you know, doesn't just not great. What's it reminded me, uh, I... these are various Chinese artists. Okay. Um, it is from what I understand, it is, uh, being called cringy when the rest of the world sees it on Chinese social media, it's being lauded people are loving you know oh, they're but, showing
1: but, curling now Yeah. Oh, boy look at those i mean they, hey are the
3: rappers in yet go to like I, well
1: that's where, where do you think they come in
3: the like, uh, yeah. 130
1: ooh okay 130. 130
3: here's a little bit of the chinese rap welcoming you to the the winter olympic games
0: i love winter so glad again we
3: i love any rap Different that starts races all with... colors, they say. I love winter. You had me there. It so long. Super long. <laughs> it reminds me of the uh, the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh. Um, oh yeah. it's, and this happened back in... This is the early 90s one oh, when yes. it was here in Minnesota. It immediately had me feeling all of the vibes of winter magic. And I thought, the winter magic people must have gotten together with the uh, new Olympic song. The, uh, it was nineteen ninety two was the year of the Super Bowl halftime show um where they welcomed you to Winter Magic. Where
1: should I start this?
3: Uh I think it might be queued up already. Like uh it's like ten seconds sorry. in. Go okay, to like ten 10? seconds in. Okay, all right. It's a uh, whole thing. A guy sorry talking about that. At first. Yeah that's what we want. Oh, they we actually want welcome okay, you to it's Winter right Magic. To start. Okay. Yeah. Super Bowl twenty six is over. Oh sorry, Here's didn't mean that I screwed this up for you, Don. Forgive okay. me yeah. let's uh Oh yeah, that's Paul Tagliabue. Yes. <laughs> Another way to—that's the former uh, NFL commissioner. That's a nice oh. way to get a party started. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, go to like—I'm sorry, Don 107. Okay. Let's say right around there. <laughs> sure. Um, and this is—this was back at what's it called—the stadium that's no longer there. Brain fart. The Metrodome. There you go. The
1: Brain Fart Stadium. <laughs> the bra- Brain Fart Stadium. <laughs>
3: It's winter magic! No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, it's the best. You tell me that you couldn't do some sort of a mega festival Wait, with I winter say, magic.
2: This was the halftime
1: show? Yes. Winter magic. <laughs> They're spelling it out with their bodies.
3: Yeah. Timberline Productions. So you hit that song and then right into... What's the uh, the Beijing Olympic song called? Uh, winter it's is.
0: Cringy yeah, years. yeah. Oh, join yeah, let's us in winter. Back to that.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. This
1: is awful.
2: The
3: Olympics are coming soon, everyone.
2: Yeah, we'll skip that part. <laughs> wow. Maybe songs shouldn't oh. be in the Olympics. Let's just stick to sports. I'm excited. Yeah, or maybe just music. Like we don't have to have the singing.
3: Okay, listen, I do have a little uh, extra sporty thing. Coming up next is things that make you go, huh, wait until you hear how much energy the Dallas Cowboys Stadium uses every time there's a home football game. Mm -hmm. And can you figure this out? Doing this physical thing will help you remember accurate details. Do you know what it is? Tell you about it. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk.
2: Hey, everyone knows the Y is a terrific place to run, swim, stretch, and work on your fitness goals.
3: Well, of course, but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being? That's right. The Y offers health coaching, acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga.
2: Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh, my gosh. Join the Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment.
3: Go to YMCANorth.org. Hey,
2: welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, and we got some fun facts to share, too. <laughs> huh.
0: yeah.
2: yeah.
3: It really is my privilege to bring this to you all, and I hope that you enjoy it. Okay. AT&T Stadium in Texas. That's where the Dallas Cowboys play.
2: Okay.
3: It uses more energy on game days. Than the entire country of Liberia.
1: Oh yeah. Those huge that's screens. Huge wow. screens. That that thing is
3: temperature insane. controlled, all of it. Wow. That's just it's a lot. It's a lot of energy. I don't know much about Liberia.
2: It must be very small. Do we have any Liberia
3: listeners? Actually.
2: Shout out to Liberia.
3: What a dude, Liberia.
1: Uh, Anybody that's been to Liberia? Let's start there.
3: Anybody that could point without any oh. wrongs oh, honey, to a man. blank map no. and point to where Liberia is—it's oh. in Africa. It's near
2: Ghana, sort of, not exactly. Oh gosh, I'm way off.
3: Where did you have it? Oh, it's of a safe by place. Lithuania. Okay, mm, mm. <laughs> you had it in the I just, L's.
1: I just had it in
2: the
0: L. Section.
3: Sure. Yep, <laughs> that's okay. Wrong continent. That happens.
2: It's a little bit larger than the state of Tennessee. Okay. That's how big it is in
3: this world. I think I really struggled. Can I say this? I have confused Spain and Brazil a lot. And my best way of describing in my head where I've had Brazil for much of my life is almost off the coast of Europe.
0: Okay, <laughs> you're right. Right. Yeah, that's you're not, not correct. South safe America safe yes. is where it is. Uh-huh.
3: So they tell us. If you're going to believe the man, this feels like a fitting one to read right now. The eye of an ostrich is bigger than its brain. An ostrich's eyes are about two inches in diameter, which is almost the size of a billiard ball. you imagine walking around with billiard ball eyeballs?
2: (laughs) I'm really afraid of ostriches. I am too, Dawn. Do you follow Useless Farm now on Instagram? I do.
1: Thank you for the suggestion.
2: Steve, it is so funny this i think i may have showed it to you there's a woman who has this farm and it's just a bunch of it's like a hobby farm okay and she's got an ostrich named karen yeah (laughs) and karen is constantly trying to attack her it's really funny it is the funny
1: she does a lot of reels too
2: lots of tiktok useless farm yeah, yes. she's like, all underscorm. of these animals
1: are useless. They have no purpose. And they're just, <laughs> it's just like, it's kind of like she hates all the animals, but it's just in tongue and cheek. She obviously loves them, but.
2: She's hilarious. I mean, Karen is constantly like, she'll be trying, trying so to peck and at her. Karen will come charging at her and then she grabs <laughs> Karen by the neck without even turning around. It's
3: great. Give <laughs> she's, her got she's got all, she's got Michael, Keith, Doug. <laughs>
1: yeah. Karen. Mm-hmm. They're all people names. Yeah.
3: Gary too. the goose. <laughs>
2: He's me. He's got really fun alpacas. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Anyway, we digress. Sia.
0: Sia
3: wrote the song Diamonds in 14 minutes. Wow. And then it went on to be a number one hit for Rihanna.
2: I got so sick of that song so fast.
3: Oh, uh, really? Lion
2: like a diamond.
3: You know, there was a guy like a on American Idol last year, the show that I still watch virtually every episode of. <laughs> and he sang it a cappella. He had gone viral years ago for singing a cappella in a college classroom, something like that. Oh, Donna. Hmm. I wish I had thought of it before. I would have found it for you, and it would have moved you, just hearing him sing. Oh, Lord, it's just so good. So good.
2: All right. maybe. What's the
3: other song? The other Diamonds Are Forever. Bye. Bye. Hang on. Bye. Do you know the answer? Nope. Diamonds of Ever. Was that a James Bond uh, movie? Do, 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 do. Come on, Donna. That was do, like, do, a, like an 80s do, song, wasn't it? Do, 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 do,
2: do, do, do. I don't know. Come on. I don't want to. Just
3: come on. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Donna, talk it about is, something it for is a second.
2: James Bond film. Yes. Yeah, James so you Bond know. film. But as Theme far song. as, yeah. I don't oh. know, Steve. So. Oh,
3: hey, but guess what? The good news is Stevie Boy. I just put a linky wink in there. Don.
1: Mm, okay.
3: um, pull that up. Once it gets through the ad, pull this up. This Willie Spence is the name of the American Idol contestant. He went quite far last year, and this was uh, when he went viral for his. Cover of Rihanna, it's uh, uh, of Diamonds, and I just called her Rihanna. And now I'm calling her Rihanna. Here he is, just acapella in like a music room at a college.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay, that's good. Come on. Shine like a diamond.
3: Listen to this man.
2: Uh, well, obviously he has a good voice. I just there's something about that note that's just uh, you don't like la, that note. La, na, it,
1: yeah. yeah, I see what you mean.
3: Uh, I'm bummed.
2: She doesn't like sharps or flats. <sighs> I do, I mean I'm sure the guy he's great. He's he started out great and then it just got a little too like. Mm,
3: but you uh, give her oh. any slack song about a pickup truck and divorce, and she's just all in, head first.
2: That makes Where's my whiskey? heart. Where's the Where's the fun? <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing her Daisy Dukes and riding shotgun. Uh, <laughs>
3: there's scientific proof see. that closing your eyes makes it easier to remember accurate details of things that you saw.
2: Uh, closing oh, your eyes. Closing
3: your eyes helps you to remember accurate details of things you've seen in your past.
2: Ah, oh, nice. Cool. Thanks, don't try Steve. it if you're driving! <laughs> don't try it if you're driving! Yeah!
3: Yes! <laughs> I guys, love it! I
2: finished a series last night and absolutely loved it with a capital L. Down, and we're back. Donna and Steve. How are ya? you? And and your you're listening to My Talk 107.1, one, one, where talk is fun! I just finished a series that I know Dawn you finished and I okay. have to say it is probably the my favorite thing that I've watched in the past 3 years. Oh. oh. 5 stars. So Ooh. good. Which one? Um this would be Afterlife. With, oh good. With Ricky Gervais. You have no idea. I was crying so hard last night and right. then Two scenes later, I was laughing so hard. Uh-huh. It is just so good. Finish the whole thing. Mm. How we're many sad. seasons?
3: Three seasons, right? Yep. So this is the third and final.
1: Yeah. I believe there are only six episodes per season, though.
2: Yeah. And they're They go by minutes. really fast, and then you, you just keep wishing there were more. It's so good. And for those of you who don't know, haven't heard us talk about it, it's, it's uh, on Netflix. It's called Afterlife. It's about a newspaper guy who works at a small local newspaper, and he's dealing with this intense grief following the death of his wife. And it's just, in the end, it's so lovely. I mean, some of it, I mean, there's some stuff where you're like, ah. That's so vulgar. It's Why do we need super th- raunchy? Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I could have done without that. But okay, if if you need to have that in there for some kind of balance, that's fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just so. Oh, I could cry right now thinking about some of the scenes. He really is. He, him, at his best. It is, and so I was reading an article with Ricky Gervais, and he said that. There is a scene that he has watched like 70 times that still makes him cry. Oh, Oh, really? From season three.
3: Wow. wonder if it's the same one.
2: Can I tell you what it is without? I don't think I'll give anything away. Okay. There's a poem that's read. Okay.
1: I, I, yeah, yeah, I had to make myself go dead inside. Oh my god! Whenever was I was watching it, because I didn't, I have had a headache and I didn't want to start a crying process. You oh, know how yeah, that makes yes, your head hurt, yes. and so I just had to completely deaden myself. But that <laughs> poem is beautiful, and
2: he's loved it for a long time. He said, and he's always wanted to use it. It's amazing, and that actress who read it, uh, who's a big part of the show, um, did it in one take <gasps> and did it like straight. Wasn't putting like much emotion into it was just reading it pretty much deadpan oh it's just so beautiful anyway this is probably the last season of afterlife he says he said but could he be persuaded (laughs) well of course oh well i see okay But at this time he says no he's pretty sure that this is the end so afterlife netflix ricky gervais watch it it's fantastic there are a lot of actors in there that you might or
1: there's one in particular that you'll note um you will no, from downton abbey and hmm. um she's pretty famous as you know a british actor and then um she's a nurse um no uh, yes her but then uh she's the one that he makes friends with oh the, i love yes, her she's great oh, oh um so, so great and then and then the the woman who plays his wife she he uses her a lot in his stuff she Got was it. a big part of Derek. She played a nurse.
2: Oh, she's adorable. Oh, Derek! I remember that. I've never that... watched Derek. Should I watch? Oh it? my gosh! I, I've always oh, is like, this
3: your I? this is your come down show since your Ricky Gervais show ended. Now you need you need a parachute.
1: Oh my gosh! This is so great. <laughs> I feel like it's um, it's equal to as far as okay. sweetness and how you feel at the end of it. Putting it on the list. You do wow. have to. Um, Do a little transition in your mind because uh, he is playing somebody who isn't um, mentally disabled disabled a little bit. Okay, But it's not in any way disrespectful. Okay. Okay. You'll just have to get in your mind that that's what he's doing. And you will completely be consumed that he is that, that he is Derek.
2: Okay. Got it. Have you ever seen, what was the other Ricky Gervais show? There was, I know he's a big David Bowie fan and David Bowie was in this episode Extras? (laughs) Extras. Is that what it was called? I think so. He's singing him a song and he's like, Little Fat Man. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Like, he's just like playing with our emotions because you want to feel bad, but you want to laugh. That's what he's best at. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, Oh, man. Uh,
3: Speaking of um, fat jokes, I watched randomly the other day Zach Galifianakis and Steve Carell, their old. Um, between two ferns episode on oh, funnier huh. diet it came out now i think 12 years ago i mean it is really very funny oh my gosh very funny
2: okay that's that's a funny show too or a funny whatever y- you it's can binge such it a cringy before it's time
1: uncomfortable yes what everyone likes to do now
3: and f- uh yeah each one's only you know three or five minutes <laughs> and it's meant for online consumption and it is—he got the biggest stars on the planet. I uh, think he's had Obama. He has, that one yeah. time. <laughs> yes, I mean Brad Pitt, uh Jerry Seinfeld.
2: Is that I on mean, YouTube? Where do you find? Yeah, it? that's
3: where I was watching yeah. it. Okay. It was originally on Funny or Die, the website Funny or Die okay. that Will Ferrell uh, was one of the co-creators of way back in the day. But wow, that was funny. But Steve Carell going in hard. On Zach Galifianakis's oh, weight,
2: okay. As oh, they roasted back, each Adam. other ah.
3: back and forth.
2: Damn.
3: Then I was watching Don Rickles' old appearances on Letterman last night. What happened night. to you? I do that from time to time. If something triggers my Rickles, <laughs> then I start I pull it up on YouTube, oh start watching. I need I my Rickles that. fix.
2: I like that you like Don Rickles. Oh, I
3: love Don Rickles. I read his book. Uh, I used to, anytime that Don Rickles was on Letterman, I knew I would stay up. I wanted to watch it, watch it live. It was just great.
2: Legendary. Speaking of funny. Yes. Aziz Ansari. Yes. I uh, I came across a story about him today, and he has not used email in four years. Wow so he was doing he was doing I think Kevin Hart has a podcast or he's on XM or something and so he was being interviewed and he talked about his decision to step away from using email as a form of communication and he said that it came after he removed social media from his life and what he did was he's calling it a mental diet he's like you know we think about what we eat why wouldn't we think about what we consume mentally mm-hmm. so he basically started thinking about um getting off of social media was this after he was accused of being i think it creep? was before i
3: think it was before oh, okay.
2: yeah. and he does talk about that too um but this is coming up because he's got a surprise netflix comedy special that was just announced called nightclub comedian from an appearance in december at the comedy cellar But anyway, um, he did take a little hiatus, though, after that. But he does say that he has spoken with the woman who accused him Mm -hmm. of sexual misconduct. And he said that he took her words to heart and he had responded privately after taking time to process what she had said. And he continues to support the Me Too movement and that it's necessary and long overdue. But, um, you know, he made sure that he listened to what she had to say and he didn't see it that way. And then he understood where she was coming from. That's Mm -hmm. good.
3: Yeah, He says he hopes he's hopes he's become a better person now with more than a year having gone by. He's done a lot of thinking about it. So,
2: yeah. Well, good. I hadn't heard that. That makes me feel better about him. Yeah, and I think he addressed it also in he did because I watched. It feels like it was a long time ago in his um, the first special he had on Netflix after the controversy. Oh, okay. he started the whole show with that. You see, you know, before going into his comedy.
3: Aziz Ansari also talks to Kevin Hart saying, look, I get it. I'm in a position of privilege. Like I have an assistant. Yes. I can pull this kind of no email thing off. But even if you can't, just because uh, it doesn't all fit for you, doesn't mean none of it would fit for you. And the the concept of, you know, he said, maybe you're just checking the same four websites over and over throughout the day. Like by the 50th time you're on the New York Times website, it's like, maybe this isn't helping me. I was thinking about this yesterday. I was having like a fragmented moment where I had realized there had been this period where I just wasn't doing anything for a long time. And it reminded me of this book that I read a couple years ago, and I forget the name of it at the moment, but it was talking about how fragmented our lives can be. And it's tough to feel like a wholeness or a, a state of rest or a state of peace mm-hmm. when so much of life is just chopped up like little fragmented yeah, pieces. Yeah, like you're a
2: dad and you're a you know, radio personality and you're opening well, emails actually, even, doing this yeah, multitasking.
3: A little more the tasking of it. The, the roles are different, but it's your time and how your time gets so fragmented. So for 30 seconds, you've checked email and then you go over and check a text message. And then you sit down on the couch and you start watching the show with your son. And then two minutes later, you've picked up your phone again to look at something. Then you go up and you get something from the kitchen. You have a quick conversation with somebody. Then you think about something else. Check that website. Then you go back and you sit down. If uh, this sounds overwhelming, what I'm explaining, yes. it is what we do. Yes. I know it is certainly what I do. And it can feel very fragmented. And so I was thinking, I want to, my new thing. (laughs) I got a new
2: thing. All right, let's hear
3: it. My new thing is going to be focusing on uninterrupted chunks of time. I want a time chunk. I don't like the name of it either, ladies, but I want a time chunk more (laughs) in the day where it's just do this thing without interruption. Whatever it is, just do that thing. And I think that might help me to feel a little less frazzled from time to do time. you,
2: I, I find that this helps me a lot. If I, let's just say I want to do something, like have a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. I literally turn my phone off and then put it on the kitchen counter and then go sit in the living room and so have a good. conversation. Huge
3: help. Huge help. Really uh, because
2: if I hear a, you yeah. know, then I'm looking at my phone and not giving my full attention to the person I'm talking to and,
3: and that's not a sign, I don't think, of weakness of you as a person. It's a sign of the times in which we live, where we live in a notification-happy world. Yeah. We're always being notified of things. Things are buzzing. Things are beeping. Mm-hmm. And so for you to then be distracted, um, I think that's a great idea, to have it out of sight, Yeah, out of mind. Ooh. And you know it's funny? There was a time yesterday, I was waiting to hear about something, and I wasn't hearing about it. And then I realized I was checking my phone to see if I was hearing about it. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to turn this phone off. Oh, you did. And even Good. though But even though I know that it just takes three seconds to turn it back on, there was something subconsciously that when I realized it had powered down, it was no longer receiving any information. It was dead on the counter. I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
3: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house. To the gym
0: to work out
1: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this
0: is chris jenner
1: llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
3: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel that just made me like uh, detached yeah, from is, the thing you
2: know which is why it's it's a blessing and a curse Usually, until recently, I would have my phone off the entire time I'm on the air, mm-hmm. like because I'm on the air. Why mm-hmm. would I be looking at my phone, right? right? Sure. And I just try to do the same thing. Like if the neighbors are having a like get together outside
0: mm-hmm. in
2: in the summer, I leave my phone home. Yeah, I don't even bring it with dee, me.
3: Dee, dee. Oh, no. Elliot, oh.
2: Elliot, we gotta go.
3: <laughs> See, we don't get distracted easy. We ended with E.T. impressions.
0: <laughs> that
3: was me. Uh, I, <laughs> I took the bait, though. and The daughter has a really good impression, so oh, here we are.
0: God,
3: uh, when we come back, there is a uh, a star who was at a drugstore yesterday and saw a crime happening. Like, saw it happening.
2: In Yeah, in action.
3: And nobody did anything about it. Nobody! You ever witnessed a crime in action? You can call us, 651-641-1071 if you have. Uh, we'll get into that story when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk.
2: Good morning, welcome back. I you guys listening to The Donna and Steve Show on my talk, one oh seven one Everything Entertainment. If you see something, you should say something, and that is exactly what Michael Rappaport did. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy,
0: huh? Yeah. Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say Say something. something. Come on and party Party. tonight.
2: We do have Mary standing by and we will get to her in a moment. But man, oh man, apparently uh, theft is a really big problem. Retail theft in New York City right now. And actor Michael Rappaport was at a right Aid, and he watched a shopper quote unquote shoplift a bag full of items breeze right past a security guard and he didn't get the actual theft on video but he was watching the guy walk out and started filming him as he was walking out right past a security guard and you don't see this, but he had condoms. He had all sorts of toiletries, Neutrogena conditioner, an electric shaver, Pantene shampoo, Old Spice, um, Conair products, cologne, toothpaste, all sorts of stuff. And so he likes to
1: be clean and
2: tidy. Well, that's good. <laughs>
0: Wow. I a mean, guy. the guy. Yeah, that's what it sounds
1: like. The face, sex? though,
2: it looks like he's wearing a, a ski mask, which I get it. Now we're all wearing masks, but there was a time where you weren't allowed to be in a public place wearing With a ski mask. Yeah, exactly. So, wowee. So he posted this on Instagram saying, I just, I can't believe it. He tagged the mayor in the post <gasps> because the mayor has been, you know, concerned about this, but Rite Aid hasn't filed a report or anything. But it's just crazy. So we thought we would find out if you've ever witnessed a crime in progress.
3: This is where we bring listener Mary in. Uh,
0: Mary? Mary?
3: Mary, what did you see?
0: Hi. Hi. Well, it was a couple of years ago at Bed Bath and & Beyond. And uh, so we weren't wearing masks at the time. But I was at the checkout and a lady had a bunch of uh, bedding, and they were, she was trying to get out the door, and there were the cashiers were trying to tell her she had to go around to the checkout lane, and she just pushed her way right past all of the cashiers, out the door, and there was a car waiting right out front, and she <gasps> hopped in and drove away. Oh my gosh. It was rather upsetting to mm. feel did they so helpless. Did they see it as well? Oh yes. Yeah. They were trying to get her to go and check and pay for it. Whoa. And Jeez. she just pushed oh, yeah. them with her body and all her all her bedding right out the door she went. We were wow. just, our jaws were just hanging open.
3: My uh thank you, Mary, for the Thanks, call. Thanks,
0: Mary. Have a good day. Sure.
3: Oh, I like that she ended with sure. sure. Like she didn't even mm-hmm. believe you wishing Mary her a good said, day. Yeah, like, oh, yeah sure. Why don't you do? have a good day, sure. huh? Sure.
1: Wait, what do you want, Mary? I'll give you the moon.
3: <laughs> That's what I thought she was going to say. I saw a guy once steal the moon.
2: He lassoed <laughs> it. <laughs> what do you want, the moon, Mary? I'll throw a lasso around I've seen a couple of crimes take place, actually. One time I was at a bar restaurant with friends and as a woman was coming out of the bathroom, there was a rack with like restaurant merchandise on it. She grabs a hat, puts it in her purse and walks out the door. And so we told the bartenders, you know, we were like, Hey, there was a crime that just took place. And they're like, you know, if we don't see it personally, we can't do anything about it.
3: Oh yeah. yeah. My, my, uh, Wife and kids saw a theft, sort of like Mary was talking about, take place at, uh, at Kohl's. Where it was like all of a sudden they saw this lady and then boom, she just bolted toward the door. And then, you know, security sort of like, or, you know, the the, the employees like, wait, she stole that. And then boom, car picks her up, takes off.
2: Wow. Yeah, I've seen some, I've seen like, I thought it was a carjacking, but I was in Minneapolis, a car in front of me, someone runs to their car, the car in front of me, opens oh. the passenger side door and takes her purse. And I'm like, "Hey!" And then I was like, "Well, oh, I better not get involved." I just called 911. But Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Judy. Yeah. Hey see.
3: Judy, let's... welcome to the Donna and Steve experience. Tell us about a crime that you saw taking place.
0: Hello? Hi hey there, Judy. Judy. <laughs> okay, I um I when I was 17, so This is in the 70s. I was in Target and shopping, and I I saw this guy following a a girl through Target. And and I followed the guy following the girl, and after a while, I kind of got bored. But when I was at the checkout... Um, here he's bringing in the girl in handcuffs and that was my first experience oh. with um, security in a you know in oh, a store
2: it's <laughs> wow. very so. exciting
3: that so
1: is exciting i
2: don't understand there was a guy following a girl and she he was watching her shoplift a security oh, guard. See, he turned out it was yeah. a security guard undercover okay. and... yeah, great undercover
0: security guy in, in target and this is in the 70s and you know i was a teenager so I, i'm like following the guy you know thinking he's a creep oh yeah mm-hmm. and stuff he's just yeah, trying to do his you know, job he was a security guy and that's kind of my first experience with security guys wow
2: <laughs> thank you for calling judy thank you. i
3: remember i was uh you guys can tell i work out and i was once in the locker room um at lifetime and saw police come in and cuff a guy oh, i still wow. don't know why he got cuffed
2: oh, wow. oh my
1: gosh maybe he was making too many gains
3: yeah dude it's too too swole alright we've got time for one more call Donna you get to choose who we talk to uh, let's
2: go to line three righty. okay Hot, uh, up. okay bye oh, now not be up. Right, there no you calls. go no
1: calls bye everyone bye. I uh, worked at Gordman's I can tell you that I saw so many shoplifters I can't even tell you really um, one lady had a full duffel bag full of stuff that she was cramming in she got a duffel bag off the shelf and then she was just loading up and I said to her I came up and I said do you want to have a good day or a bad day? Ooh. And she goes, a good day? And I go, if you go take that duffel bag into the fitting room right there, you will have a good day and leave it.
2: And,
1: and she, did she. Did.
0: Oh, wow. way
2: to go, John!
0: I got some gift
1: cards because they totaled up the amount that was in there, and then they gave me
2: a percentage of that. Oh my God, that's Whoa. a great story! Yeah, Dawn yeah, girl, I've been accused of shoplifting before. When I, didn't... <laughs> I mean, I was someone followed me all the way out to the parking lot and oh. said, "What did you do with that lipstick that you were holding?" And I'm like, "What? Oh How no, dare you? <laughs> How dare
3: like, you look like the kind of lady who'd walk but off with something. I
2: had to go back in and Shicky show them exactly fingers. where I put it."
3: Wow. Wow. All
2: right, Dawn.
3: Bye, Dawn. Good
2: talk. We'll see you tomorrow. Really fun. All right, DJ Rock Monster is coming in. He'll have a dirt alert, and then we'll tell you why Neil Young has removed all his music from Spotify. That's coming up next.